Oh God, who opened the meaning of Scripture to the disciples on the road to Emmaus and set their hearts ablaze. By the power of your Spirit, kindle our hearts as we hear your word read and proclaimed. In Christ's name, amen. The passage from Luke's Gospel that we'll read tells, a, tells an Easter evening story of two followers of Jesus one who's not named and one named Cleopas. They encounter a stranger who walks with them, talks with them, accepts their dinner invitation, and when they break bread, says the blessing. This is a story of men who move from despair to hope, from not being able to recognize who is with them to a whole new vision. At the beginning, Cleopas and his friend trudge along the dusty way. But at the end, they run to share the good news. So listen now for the word of God from the 24th chapter of Luke, starting at the 13th verse. Now on the, that same day, two of them were going to a village called Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem and talking with each other about all these things that had happened. While they were talking and discussing, Jesus himself came near and went with them, but their eyes were kept from recognizing him. And he said to them, what are you discussing with each other while you walk along? They stood still, looking sad. Then one of them, whose name was Cleopas, answered him, Are you the only stranger in Jerusalem who does not know the things that have taken place there in these days? He asked them, What things? They replied, The things about Jesus of Nazareth, who was a prophet, mighty indeed, and word before God and all the people, and how our chief priests and leaders handed him over to be condemned to death and crucified him. But we had hoped that he was the one to redeem Israel. Yes, and besides all this, it is now the third day since these things took place. Moreover, some women of our group astounded us. They were at the tomb early this morning, and when they did not find his body there, they came back and told us that they had indeed seen a vision of angels who said that he was alive. Some of those who were with us went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said, but they did not see him. Then he said to them, Oh, how foolish you are and how slow of heart to believe all the that the prophets have declared. Was it not necessary that the Messiah should suffer these things and then enter into his glory? Then beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted to them the things about himself in all the scriptures. As they came near the village to which they were going, he walked ahead as if he were going on, but they urged him strongly saying, stay with us because it is almost evening and the day is nearly over. So he went in to stay with them. When he was at the table with them, he, get, he took bread, blessed and broke it, and gave it to them. 
Then their eyes were opened, and they recognized him, and he vanished from their sight. They said to each other, Were not our hearts burning within us? While he was talking to us on the road, while he was opening the scriptures to us, that same hour they got up and returned to Jerusalem, and they found the eleven and their companions gathered together. They were saying, The Lord has risen indeed. He has appeared to Simon. Then they told what had happened on the road and how he had been made known to them in the breaking of the bread. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Oh Lord, may our thoughts and meditations and may my words be acceptable in your sight, our rock and our redeemer. When I was a little boy, I saw my father's family as mainly farmers who talked quietly and not much. And I saw my mother's family, by contrast, as mainly merchants who talked enthusiastically and a lot. <laughs> At one of the Johnson, that is, mother's family's gatherings, in my grandfather's living room, one of my younger cousins figured out a way to participate in most of the different conversations going on. <coughs> he claimed a hassock to sit on. And I know they have those little flap handles on hassocks and he would put his hand under the, grab the hassock and he'd slide himself over to one conversation after another saying, this sounds interesting, what y'all talking about? <laughs> over and over. Luke's gospel tells us that on the afternoon of that first Easter, two of Jesus' followers were walking the seven miles home to Emmaus when a stranger approached these two sad-looking people and asked, what are you discussing with each other while you walk along? Well, that was the NRSV version. The Middle Georgia translation would surely have read, what y'all talking about? This sounds interesting. Most of us don't know much about the village of Emmaus, but surely most of us know something about the way these disciples felt, all summed up in a four-word phrase. But we had hoped. They had walked dusty roads with Jesus. They had heard him preach. They had seen him work signs and miracles. They had believed. They professed faith, but their hopes have been dashed with Jesus' death on the cross. You can almost hear them sob, but we had hoped. Most of us have made plans. We've worked and prayed that those plans would bear fruit, and yet we've been disappointed that our hopes were in vain. Our plans did not work out as we had fervently hoped. On our own life journeys, how can we recognize Jesus? We'll draw some suggestions from the story in Luke's Gospel. First, Jesus used scripture to explain the events that had upset and confused those forlorn disciples. And if you think about it, sometimes people say, I believe in the New Testament, not so much on the Old Testament. It was the Old Testament that Jesus was using. 
to restore their hope. And secondly, there's community. Wherever two or three are gathered in my name, Jesus will be there. If you think about it, the risen Christ primarily appeared to people in twos or threes or sometimes the eleven or in large groups. The Apostle Paul is the main one we remember as appearing to by himself. And even then, others heard it. Third, we need to be alert. One reason these disciples did not recognize their friend Jesus is they didn't expect to see him. After all, he had been dead and gone for three days. Well, with my, my poor vision, I have often not seen someone that I knew in a crowd. But I've also embarrassed myself by greeting someone who just looked like someone I knew. So I have a little trick. If I see someone I think might be a friend of mine, I'll say, that looks just like David or whoever the person is. And usually that person turns around, hey, Paul, how you doing? <laughs> I didn't see you there. <laughs> But if that person is too focused on their inner thoughts and feelings, if they're not really paying attention, recognition does not happen. That's the way the disciples on the Emmaus Road were, too. They were sad and disappointed, too disappointed to look up, to see who it was walking with them. I've also read that Emmaus is to the west of Jerusalem, so they were walking into the sun and they, Sun may have been so dazzling. Who knows? But did you notice the two actions that enabled them to recognize Jesus? First of all, they invited him in. He didn't presume to come with them. He didn't invite himself to suffer. They asked him to come in. They urged him to stay. And secondly, Jesus prayed with them, blessing the meal as they broke bread. Well, we Presbyterians call our ordained ministers these days teaching elders. The rest of us are called ruling elders. But uh, for several years, they were known as ministers of word and sacrament. Well, ministering in the word and then the breaking of bread was exactly what Jesus was doing with Cleopas and that unnamed disciple on the road to and at Emmaus. When they realized who had been ministering to them, they got up and walked, or maybe they ran back to Jerusalem, found the disciples, and told them what had happened on the road and how Jesus had made, been made known to them. You just know that on the road to Emmaus, Cleopas and his friend, fellow disciple were talking about what was, where was God? Why had Jesus died? Dashing their hopes. For them, finding Jesus was not an achievement of theirs, not something they accomplished or a decision they made. It was a blessing from God. They, Jesus made himself known to them. As we study the Bible and as we keep company with believers in worship and in the work of the church, May God bless us with the faith and belief to affirm the Lord is risen indeed. Thanks be to God.
Receive the good news. Christ is risen from the dead. Tell the good news. The power of death shall no more oppress us. Live the good news. We are free to love as Christ has loved us. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen.